The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the Sammy V. And this is Hoop Ball Grizz. We are post-game. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Phoenix Suns 108-104. Smacked them around. On MLK Day. Does this ever happen? Do the Grizzlies ever win on MLK Day? It seems like they don't. I don't remember the last time they won on MLK Day. It'd been a while if they did. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look, but yeah. So we got the win. The Grizzlies get the win. Big dub. 108-104. They improved to 7-6 and six on the season. Over 500. I cannot believe it. I love it. I'm glad to see it, but, you know, my prediction with Jaron being out the first stretch of games and who they were going up against, I had them way below where they're at right now. Well, when they lost Jaw, that's when I wrote everything done. I was like, well, they're done until he comes back. Well, of course, yeah. he's back now, so it's yeah, good. Yeah, but- I was... Uh, I was a lot more pessimistic. Sam was the op, you know, the optimistic one. I I don't know, man. I just did not see it coming. They've been playing well. They played well tonight. Great team game for the Grizzlies. It was a good game overall. Good defense from both sides. Both teams had 30-plus assists. It was just a well-played game. Fortunately for the Grizzlies, they were able to Pull it out in the end. Tyus Jones came up big in the fourth. John Morant doing John Morant things. Grayson Allen even playing pretty well in the fourth. The closing group was unorthodox to say the least. Would not have picked those. That's why Taylor Jenkins is a coach and I'm a podcast host. (laughs) Fair enough. But the question of the day, before we even get into the stats, can you tell me, and I watched and I read and I searched, where in the hell is DeAnthony Melton? Gone. Didn't even see the floor. Taylor Jenkins, are you really going to die on this 10-man rotation hill? Are you really? Dylan Brooks did not. I'm I'm not going to say he did not play well because he was good on the defensive end. Devin Booker had an off night. How much of that was defense? I would say a lot of it. Dylan played really good defense on him. Devin Booker. Let me go over here. He had 12 points. He was 5 for 21 from the field. Gosh. Great job by Dylan Brooks on Devin Booker. But Dylan was non-existent on the offensive end. I think he was 1 for 11, 1 for 10. 1 for 10 on the offensive end. You really hate to see that from Dylan. You you know, you, you do. They come away with the win anyway. Dylan did contribute to this game. But he was awful on the on the offensive end of the floor. Why is DeAnthony Melton not in there? Not even John Conchar got playing time. Okay, that's fine. Grayson Allen, he's been playing. He played well tonight. He was part of the reasons the Grizzlies won. Where is DeAnthony Melton? What do we have to do? I Sam, justify this for me. Tell me tell me why. <laughs> DeAnthony Melton did not play today. The only thing I can think of, the only thing is that he's trying to figure out what 10 people to use, so he's trying a couple people that don't play that much, like John Conchar, to see what he does. That's the only thing I can think of. You knew that Gorgie was going to be back in the rotation with mm-hmm. JV being out. I was glad to see Xavier Tillman start. I mentioned that. I, but you know, when, when we found out 
that JV was going to be out because of the health and safety protocols. I'm like, man, as well as he's been playing, we may see Xavier Tillman start. And he did. Played well, as he has been. It's not surprising. It wouldn't have surprised me if Jenkins would have started Gorgie. That wouldn't have been that big of a surprise. But Xavier's been playing well, and he's been playing great with the, the starters. Let him get in there. Let him start. It worked out pretty well for him today. He finished the – let's see here. He finished the game. He had 12.6 rebounds, one assist, one steal. He was 5 for 8 from the field. He made a 3. He missed one free throw. Good game. Good game from Xavier Tillman. I'm happy about that. I just cannot – I can't get past the fact that DeAnthony Melton – did it, it wasn't even that he saw a little bit of time. He didn't see none. He didn't even see the dang floor. He didn't play a single solitary second in this game. There, He was not on the injury report. There was nothing, nothing. I, you know, we, we watched the, the, the entirety of the postgame, nothing about why DeAnthony Melton wasn't out there. Maybe within the next couple of days we'll hear something about that. But I doubt it because this front office don't talk about crap, and it's annoying. Let's get into it, Sam. Let's run through the stats. We already talked about Xavier Tillman. Fire away. You can start with BC. Brandon Clark had 17 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and shot 8 for 13 from the field. John Morant, 17 points, 3 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 steals, and a block. I'm digging that. We already talked about Xavier. Kyle Anderson. 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block shot, 4 for 9. Sam, I think you had to leave, but in the uh, late in the game, Ja Morant uh, got uh, Aiton switched on to him. Mm-hmm. He, he made a step fall. back 3. No, oh, he didn't make boy. him fall. That would have been he glorious. He about made him fall earlier in the game, but I did see that. He, he hit him with a step back 3. I was uh, I was happy to see that. Ja yeah. has the jumper to his game. Oh, it's going to be over. He's incredible already. That would be dope. We talked about X. Kyle Anderson, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block for him. Dylan Brooks, we kind of covered him a little bit, but he his line was 3 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 for 10 from the field. Looks awful. If you are a stat guy, if you're watching the game and you're like, man, he didn't score, he was terrible. Poo-poo. You're right. He yep. was. On the Poo-poo. offensive end, he was bad. But Dylan played really, really well on the defensive end. Garden, one of the best players in the NBA, one of the best scorers, no doubt about that. And, you know, I guess you can kind of debate about where Devin Booker is. He is in the top tier of NBA players, in my opinion. Like, you, you've got – there are a handful of guys that are in a league of their own. And then you've got the top tier of guys, and Devin Booker is definitely one that you would mention in that. Dylan Brooks done an excellent job defensively on him. Don't believe me. Look at his numbers. We just talked about it. Great job by Dylan on defense on uh, Devin Booker. Grayson Allen, roll with it, Sam. 16 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, shot 4 for 8, 50%. That's good. All right, Tyus Jones, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, shot 5 for 8. Desmond Bain played 22 minutes. That's all right. We needed to see an uptick in that, but anyway, I'm not going to complain. 10 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 2 steals. And Gorgie, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. 
and John Conchar, who saw it for seven and a half minutes, had four points, one rebound, two assists, and one steal. Grizzlies ended the game with 31 assists. When they move the ball, the offense works well. They've been playing great on defense as of late. Moving the ball is key, and we've talked about that in a couple of games. They were better than 2-1 to one on the turnover ratio, 15 turnovers total. you got to take care of the ball. you got to move the ball. The times when the, the Grizzlies' offense gets stagnant late in the game, it seems like they play a little more ISO. They're dribbling the ball a little bit more. John Morant made an insane pass to Grayson Allen in the corner for the go-ahead three in the fourth, and I still don't know how he got it through there. I don't know how – well, I know how he saw it. He had the joggles on, but it was crazy. He zipped this pass along the baseline for Grayson to hit the go-ahead three, and I didn't think there was a window there. From the camera angle that we had, you saw nothing. Maybe there was a crack or a crevice. Obviously, it was there. Ja found it, but – phenomenal pass to Grayson Allen late in the game for him to hit that three to put them ahead. I know, I know I've said this a ton. I just can't. I don't understand it, Sam. It it ticks me off. I understand. Why? Why? Are you not playing DeAnthony Mellon? I don't know. I, that I don't know. John Conchar got seven minutes. I like John Conchar. High-energy guy. He should not be in the rotation over DeAnthony Melton. Grayson Allen played 26 minutes. I, you know, Dylan Brooks played 22 tonight, which is less than what he normally plays, but he was having a bad night offensively, and that obviously contributed to him being on the bench late. But you can't tell me that you cannot find minutes for arguably the best two guard on your roster. You invested in this guy, put him in the freaking game. I'm going to stop talking about it so you guys don't get tired (laughs) of hearing about it. But it's crap. Here's a good stat for him. Seven guys, seven out of the ten guys that played for the Grizzlies tonight are in double figures. Team win. You got to. The Suns are one of the better teams in the West. They're going to be in the playoffs. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, those guys are going to be in the playoffs. Grizzlies beat them shorthanded, 108-104 tonight. Great, great, great team win for the Grizzlies. What's up next? We talked about it yesterday. You already know. They're traveling. They're heading to Portland against a team that is also depleted. Is it good luck? Is it bad luck? Uh, it's something. But the Grizzlies have been depleted as well. They're they're here. They're one game over five hundred, and they've done it without Jaron. They won games. They're on a five game win streak, and John Moran has only been here for two of those five games. Can I'm they go it. into Portland and win both games, Sam? They'll probably win one, maybe not both. It depends. You know, you're, you're missing CJ McCollum. We talked about it on the preview show, and Sam read earlier. He's going to be out for at least a week. At he's going to be a week. reevaluated in a week. We know Nurkic is done 
for a while. Eight weeks minimum. He's not going to be there. So Zach Collins is out. I have no idea if Zach even has a timetable for return. I, I don't know. But we're going into, the Grizzlies are going into Portland. And they're starting to get healthier. You know, Conchard missed some time. Killian Tilly hadn't been healthy. He's healthy now. He hadn't seen the rotation yet. I don't know that he will see the rotation. Who knows, man? With this 10-man ro- the 10-man rotation is flat-out crap. I don't know why he's doing that, That's it, it's. I'm sticking to a 10-man rotation. Just bury your head in the sand and stick to the 10-man rotation then. Have at it, and you're going to catch some L's, and then it's going to be your fault, and then you're going to be finding another job. Boom, I done said it. I mean, he's not at risk at that. He's doing a good job. You look at the culture that they're building and the stuff that's going on, like that's not even in the conversation at this point. (laughs) It isn't mine. But (laughs) how do you justify not playing one of your best players, man? How do you just – you just paid this, man. I want to know why. I want somebody – to ask him that question, and I'm going to go back, I'm going to watch videos. If I see, maybe we'll we'll learn something, because we're getting on here before the end of the media uh, availability for the guys after, you know, the post game. So Coach Jenkins is still, is still going to talk to the media, and I hope somebody asks him, and we find out why he didn't play DeAnthony Melton. If he's injured, if it's contact tracing, if it's contact tracing, we would have known because it would have been released, but he's not on the injury report. He's not. And I'm just trying to understand it. Maybe he was just letting a couple other people play. Like, Were you signing him with the thought process of, okay, I'm going to move him later? Because I don't get that. The contract is friendly. You could probably move that contract fairly easy. You look what DeAnthony Melton brings to the floor whenever he plays. Man... Somebody's going to give you something for him. And if he continues to not play, I can't imagine that somebody's not going to be hitting up climbing on the phone and be like, hey, what's it going to take to get DeAnthony out of your hands? Don't want to see it. I don't. I was not a fan of paying him big money. You guys that have listened to the show know that. I've mentioned that. If you haven't heard me say that, I'm saying it now. I was not a fan of giving him big money. I thought, okay, they're paying him a little bit too much to keep him around. But then I see these other contracts, and I'm like, man, maybe not. Maybe they got a smoking deal on him. I think they did on Dylan Brooks for sure. But here we are. In a game where he would have thrived, in a gritty game that was driven by defense, your best defender was on the bench. No reports of an injury, no reasoning, no nothing. He just didn't play a single freaking second. Sorry, I can't get past it. I can't. I'm I hung up you. on it, Sam. Nope. I, I just I feel you. It, it is what it is. It's mind boggling, man. <laughs> it is a little confusing. Yeah. I anyway, it I'm I'm glad to is. see that Desmond's getting playing time. I like, love that. He definitely deserves it. 100% he deserves it. And Tillman started. He did. Tillman started and was glad to see that. The rookies are playing well. And here we are questioning the rotations of Taylor Jenkins. I feel like this is going to be a revolving door. I think this is going to be 
what we are. Yeah. I, I think that for as long as he is a head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, we're just going to be like, his rotations are his rotation. Who freaking knows? Who knows? I don't. Not a thing. Guys, mybookie.ag. We talk to you about mybookie.ag all the time. I'm going to drop it in right here. Not really a great transition, but it's a good place for it. Mybookie.ag has more lines and better odds than any other sports book out there. Use our promo code HOOPWALL. They're going to match your deposit. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. We're down to the final four. We will know next weekend. Is it the Chiefs? Is it the Bills? It's the Chiefs. Is it the Packers or the Bucks? Bucks. Who's playing who? Chiefs, Bucks, calling it now. Take Chiefs your and Bucks. Chiefs huh? and Bucks. You don't even Take watch your... football. Get out of here. You right. All right, I'll leave then. Sam's <laughs> out. MyBookie.ag, they're running promos for for the Super Bowl. You're getting extra money. They're adding money to your bet. If you're betting on the Super Bowl, they're giving you extra money. You stand to win more money. Go over there right now. Let them know that we sent you MyBookie.ag, best sports book out there. Their motto is simple, guys. You bet, you win, you get paid. Go sign up. Let them know we sent you. Use the promo code HoopBall. So here we go. The Grizzlies' five-game winning streak. They're traveling to Portland. Is it possible? Is it possible that DeAnthony Melton was contact tracing and we just didn't hear about it? He wasn't out there. Period. Right. He wasn't he even on the bench. I. Because if dude, he, dude, I don't know. Because if he wasn't on the bench, then I would definitely say, yeah, that's a big possibility. I don't. You don't hang on. I'd have to go back and and watch. I think I remember seeing him out there. Then it's not contact tracing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's it's madness. Nope. Craziness. Nothing on here for it. What, whatever you want to call it, it, it's nuts. Sam, did you ever at any point in this season, did you think that Brandon Clark was broken beyond repair? No. Did, did you, you see his three? Were you here whenever he made the three, or were you coming over here when that went down? I think I was on my way because I didn't see him make a three tonight. Yeah, the the form still looks weird. He knocked down a three tonight. Still looks weird. It, no, it's not quite Bill Cartwright like you're trying to pull off over there. <laughs> form still looks a little weird. I I don't know. I Again, I think that that's going to get better as we go along. Here's one thing that we talked about. Rebounding, right? JV is not in the game. Rebounds. Brandon had five. Ja had three. Xavier had six. Anderson had eight. Dylan had two. Grayson Allen had six. Ty Jones had five. Gorgie had three. They had 40 rebounds as a team. They were out-rebounded 44 to 40. That's not bad. 44 to 40 without JV in there. So that gives you an idea. Hey, what's it going to be if the Grizzlies move JV? Are there talks that they're going to move JV? I've heard nothing from the Grizzlies. But it wouldn't be surprising because of his age. He's not a part of the championship window with this team, right? They're not in it yet. But because of JV's age, he, he's just not. So at some point in this three-year contract, I think that they move on from him. Maybe Portland's the team. You know, with, with Nurt going down, 
maybe you're able to still weigh one of those young guys and they're looking for a center so they can compete for the championship this year. The window's getting closer to closing with them. Get Trent. You know, Dame, Dame and CJ are not getting any younger. That's a trade for Damian Lillard. Get it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. Why, Sam? Why would you even say <laughs> that? That would bro? be absolutely crazy. No. That'd be like the, whoa. I don't know. That's not happening, and it well, would take. No, obviously, that's not going to happen. It would take significantly more. <laughs> I was about to say they can't. Than JV, if, the, if, can, if, if no, if Portland even accepted that, I'd tell them they're stupid. They they're not. You don't even have to worry about that. <laughs> so two games in Portland. They travel to Portland. I would assume that they probably leave tonight, get out there tomorrow, and then they play Wednesday and Friday in Portland without yes. a travel day. Against the shorthanded Portland team. How close is Jaron Jackson to coming back? Wednesday. Let's get it. I don't know. I don't don't believe me on that. I have no idea. So basketball monster. They were saying the twenty first, which they don't even have a game on the twenty first. What the heck? So they they were saying around Jan so that would put him in Friday's game. There were talks from different people about possibly playing in this MLK game. It was not from the front office. It was just kind of some buzz of the time frame and looking and saying, okay, this is kind of where we're at. This is what we think. And that's all we've got. That's the best that we can work off of because we've got nothing solid. Maybe Jaron is back this week. I would be all right with that. I'm, I'm ready for it. This team is above 500 without him. I can't see it going anywhere but up from there. I was about to say, let him get a couple games in. Let him get his game speed up. Let's get it. Yep. I think there's definitely going to be a minutes restriction early for him. But moving forward, like, after he gets in game shape, let's run. Let's get it. Let's get it. Justice is super close. It's always been said justice is coming back before Jaron. So do we see Jaron this week? Do we see justice this week? They come back in the same game. Who freaking knows? I know somebody does, but they sure ain't telling us. Well, they need to tell us. All right, we're going to get out of here. This game, again, 108-104. Grizzlies improved to 7-6 and six on the season. Still, cannot, I can't believe that they're 7-6, and six, man. It's crazy to me. 7-6, and six, that puts them... Didn't I... Didn't I call something like that in our... Uh... They're in seventh place right now. A half game back of Portland and San Antonio. They could move into sixth if they win both games. If they win both games in Portland, they could move into possibly even fifth place in the West. I do know... Uh, Isaac was on, and he he called 500 in the game because we talked about the 12 games prior to Jaron coming back. And I had them winning four. I I feel like it was four, four, maybe five. I think four. I think I said four. I'll go back and find out 
in what? one of our first shows, we did the first games leading up to MLK. Do you remember what we predicted in that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I had oh, four. I know Isaac came on. I talked to him about it because me and you done that show, and then Isaac came on. Um, it was one like of in our, a couple days after. It was one of our first shows we did. We it was before the season started. We picked yeah. it right when the schedule came out or something. Mm-hmm. And I think I put them. Of course, I think I put them seven and seven because I put them losing to the Sixers. But I put them winning MLK. So it'd been seven and seven. So seven and six. You were close, pre- man. I should predict yeah, more. I, I think that's Isaac what was I said. at five hundred because you know we talked about the games before this one because the you know the talk was Jaron comes back on MLK Day. Where, what are they gonna be? I'll have to go back and listen because I'm. Yeah, I know, it, I'll it go was back and listen. It was somewhere close. close. It was sure. somewhere close. Yep. So we'll wrap it up. You can get the show on Twitter. It is at Hootball Grizz. I'm at DWill2111. Sam is. It is Sammy B1118. That's a capital S, lowercase a, M, M, Y, capital B, 1118. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz. Go Grizz. Yay, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.